Hey guys, this is Udochi from Wudo.com. So today's video is actually something I find to be extremely powerful, which is the power of fasting. Now, I personally have partaken in a fast before. I've done periods in which I've given up things, like I'll give up the internet or Facebook or, and even sometimes food. Uh, I've given up food for, for a couple weeks before um, and things like that. Like I've given up food a couple of different times in my life. Uh, but the context in which I'm explaining fasting to you now is a very particular con context. And I want you to understand what it is. There's a concept called stoicism. So as you can see here, d the dictionary, um, whatever dictionary Google draws from, um, defines stoicism as the endurance of pain or hardship without a display of feelings and without complaint. Now, how does that relate to black people? So, and I really don't like talking about us in general terms because I just never have. That's never been something that I did. But for the context of what I do on this channel, I feel like it's it's sometimes it's necessary for me to do that sometimes. So sometimes you're gonna hear me say this. Um, I do know that there are a lot of black people who do fast in the context of a church fast, but this particular, um, type of fast that I'm talking about is in, in alignment with the ideology of stoicism, which essentially, um, like I, like it said in the, in the definition is enduring hardship and difficulties for a, um, particular period of time, this without, without, without complaining what I'm trying to say in this video, which is that I really think that we as a collective or, um, people need to think about um, enduring certain types of hardships in order to, um, learn endurance and perseverance. So there's a lot of people that I see, um, in general, in the ge in general public who seem soft for lack of a better word. They can't take much in terms of, uh, they can't focus. They can't stay off their phone for more than 30 minutes more than five minutes for that matter. They can't um, go without eating snacks all the time. That's my personal weakness, snacks. Um, but they can't, I don't know, they, 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 they complain about every little thing. And so, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying black people complain about every little thing. I'm saying there's a lot of people in today's uh, culture um, where people just can't take a lot. And let me tell you my story real quick. Um, when I was 13, my, my, my parents sent me to Nigeria, which is a country in Africa, to go to boarding school. And when I was in boarding school, I experienced a lot of different things. I had to fetch water. I had to carry buckets. I had to help with construction. I had to cut grass with a, with a machete. I had to um, carry, I mean, I had to like do chores all the time, like on schedule. Um, we had a, we had a food schedule. We had a, you know, times that we had to eat. So if you were hungry during outside of those times, you just had to figure it out. Um, if you didn't have money, you were really out of luck. Um, there were periods of time when I went hungry. There were periods of time when there's a lot of things that I experienced when I was in boarding school. And ever since I left boarding school, I've always thought about like, an, uh, like, is there a possibility to, you know, like it's been, it's, I've been going through this kind of back and forth as far as like testing the limits of what I can do. 
And lately for the past, I'll say five years, I have never, I have not, I've not tried to endure anything. I've never, I haven't put myself through any endurance training. So as far as like, you know, putting myself through hardship on purpose to kind of, to kind of um, clear my mind or at least give my mind some perspective about like, um, you know, what I can take. Uh, I haven't tried to put myself through any challenges like that lately, but let me give you a little bit more context about what I'm saying because it might seem a little bit crazy to you. Let me help you understand in the context of a, of a very popular online personality by the name of Tim Ferriss. Let's check out what his YouTube channel says about this. Poverty and the worst case scenarios so that they hold less power over. Okay, let me go back. And he would catalyze other people making fun of him or insulting him so that he would develop a tolerance for it. Uh, this is very, very where a tunic of an unpopular color so that he would be ridiculed in the Senate and by other people. He did this specifically and other things like it so that he would train himself to only be ashamed of those things worth being ashamed of. So the superficial things he would experiment with and he would catalyze other people making fun of him or insulting him so that he would develop a tolerance for it. Uh, this is very, very practical. And there are many corollaries to this, uh, as well as the next piece, which is, in effect, practicing poverty in the worst case scenarios so that they hold less power over you. And that could take the form of, say, Kevin Kelly, who's been on the Tim Ferriss Show podcast, fascinating technology futurist, as well as founding editor of Wired Magazine. So he knows, worst case scenario, because he has done so much backpacking and lived off of instant oatmeal, that worst case scenario, he can always have his backpack, instant oatmeal, and a cup of coffee, and he can be happy. And he knows that because he's practiced it. And Seneca, in letter 13, of his letters to Lucilius, the moral letters to Lucilius, which was, I believe, on festivals and fasting, talks about setting aside a certain number of days, and I'm paraphrasing here, but a certain number of days during which you will eat the cheapest of fare, wear the coarsest of dress, etc., asking yourself all the while, is this the condition that I so feared? So, practically speaking, I've built this into my own life by... So that kind of gives you a little insight into the mentality of what I'm talking about, which is just like he said, setting aside a chosen number of days or, um, or a chosen period of time where you deprive yourself of something that maybe previously you thought you couldn't, um, do without and just asking yourself, Oh, is this the thing I so feared after, you know, like, is that what, I, what was I so afraid of that I couldn't handle this, you know, and you just intentionally put yourself up against a challenge like that and, and just test yourself. And so I think this could be a very powerful practice for anybody, not just black people. Um, I think it's a very powerful practice. I'm, I'm telling you, I've done stuff like this before and I'm currently going to go on another one that uh, I'm going to talk about in a second, but Let's listen to a little bit more about what he has to say about this particular um, concept. Fasting by exposing myself to cold. I have a practice of cold exposure, which is done very safely. 
I have different types of planned suffering and planned poverty so that any type of unplanned suffering or unplanned financial hit will have less of an impact on me. And this applies in many different fields. This is, I, I suppose, a, uh, a compatible ethos with the more you sweat in peacetime, the less you bleed in wartime. All right? You want to prepare for the unexpected turns of fate by simulating what the worst case scenarios would be. This is very, very practical. And then if we look back to Cato, for instance, well, if he would wear these ridiculous outfits, you know, I, I will spend time walking. So I think, I think after that, he just kind of gives some examples. Um, so what do we, what do we get out? What do we get out of this? I think that there's too many soft people. I feel like this society, this sanitized culture makes people so soft. Like people just can't take things. They can't take the truth. They can't take, you know, a harsh reality, a harsh word being told, spoken to them, which might be true and loving, but it's just harsh um, or, de or is delivered with just unfiltered truth. Um, so people can't take it. And so all of a sudden people are just like freaked out. They're just like, how could you say something like that to me? And sometimes it's just the plain, honest truth. Um, and a lot of people can't take it. Uh, I remember one time when I was in high school, um, I was completely, I was very, very socially awkward. I was very, very, I was a huge nerd, socially awkward. Um, I was just not a very, like I, I wasn't, I wasn't fly. My hair was, you know, different. I didn't wear makeup, obviously, because um, I, I barely wear makeup on this channel. Um, and, you know, just a lot of really nerdy things about me at the time. And uh, I was, but I was always studying. And I remember this one time there was a there was a guy in the class I can't remember his name. Um, he actually was making fun of me. And you know, in the in the in the urban culture, there's a lot of like, you know, people insult you and then you insult them back and things like that. I had just come back from Nigeria from being in boarding school in Nigeria for an extended period of time, and so I wasn't really I couldn't really I couldn't really joan on people. I think that's what they, I don't know if people still call it that, but I couldn't really joan on people as um, readily as other people in my school could. So when someone was jo so this one guy, this tall, skinny guy, was joning on me, insulting me, maybe my shoes or my hair or something. Um, I went, I I just insulted him back, but my insult was so harsh and so raw. I basically told him that, well. I'm going to, <laughs> I basically told him that like he was never going to amount to anything and that I was going to, um, that I'm going to have a brighter future than him. And now I would never say that to anybody. Um, at least not like that, not the way I did to him, but it's like, when I said it, you could hear a pin drop. Cause this guy was like getting D's and F's in class and everything like that. Like he wasn't like, he wasn't the brightest tool in the box. But for me to say that it's like, and someone literally said to me in in that moment, like, you're not supposed to say stuff like that. And so the question is, why am I not supposed to say stuff like that? Something like that should challenge him to, like, work harder. I hope it did. I don't know where he is now in life, but I I, I wasn't thinking that when I said it. I don't know if he has special needs. I, I don't. I, he, he didn't seem like he had special needs, not to me anyway. But um, basically, I guess in the black community, you don't tell people that they're doing bad. Um, in life, 
Uh, point is that people are people can't take the truth. People can barely stand to suffer. They can't take a little bit of you know hardship. Um, so there are people in this world like Tim Ferriss and like you know the other people he mentioned who intentionally put themselves through difficulty or hardship just to um just to kind of challenge their body challenge their challenge their psyche and so what he said there was that if you know um if if, the more you sweat during times of peace the less you bleed during times of war long-term career plan is to make your 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 living off of writing books I'm not going to tell you to fast from writing. Like, that just doesn't make sense. Like, wh- why would you fast from writing? Um, unless, unless, unless you're, um, you're being unproductive in the way you write or you're not really improving in the way you write, then maybe you should fast from writing for a month and go read about the craft of writing. So things like that. Like, really just, just, just forcing yourself to not do something that you've been doing a lot of or forcing yourself to do something you need to do more of and just putting yourself through that. So what I want to do is I want to put myself through 30 day challenges. I want to, because I, I think this is something I heard on someone else's YouTube channel. I think maybe it was, um, uh, Stefan Perlarnos, um, who has the channel Project Life Mastery. What what he does is he puts himself through 30 day challenges like every 30 days he puts himself through a new challenge and it's the easy way to build up a whole bunch of really positive habits. So. So, yeah, so that's my challenge for myself. I'm going to take on 30 day challenges every month. I'm going to take on a new challenge and I'm going to allow those of you who are interested in following along with me to follow along with me now. I'm not going to be posting those videos on this YouTube channel. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be posting them on my Patreon account. Now, some of you may know I have a patreon.com account where people who want to support me, my channel and the things that I do can pay, can, can uh, support me by contributing financially. Um, a lot of YouTubers do this now, especially with like issues with ads and protesting and a lot of weird things that happen with YouTube that are really making it inconvenient for a lot of uh, content creators. Um, so people have started migrating their financial attempts to patreon.com. So patreon.com, you just create a profile and then you give some rewards to various people who, um, who donate to you while you're during your creative process so and the the money is used to support you as you continue to give them give your community more of what they love so it's an easy way to support people um if you're in if you're in a position to support people um and keep your keep your favorite content creators afloat or keep them creating content for you so i invite you over to patreon.com forward slash wudo and um to 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 be to become a patron and when you are a patron, you'll get exclusive patron-only content, including uh, pro- like sneak peeks behind the scenes to products that I'm working on, personal life updates, videos that are only seen um, at, by patrons and not on YouTube, and things of that nature. The, some of the things you'll see, for example, are my 30-day challenges. Right now, it's, it's August 12th, 
Um, so we have half a month left. Uh, I think I'm just going to go on a August challenge from August, from August, well, today, tomorrow, well, it's almost August 13th. So from August 13th to August 30th, I'm going to put myself through a 30-day challenge. That 30-day challenge, no, I'm sorry, I'm going to put myself in through an August challenge. The August challenge is going to be challenge. It's going to be a deprivation challenge. And if you want to know what that challenge is, become a patron. You can become patrons for as little as $1 a month. And if you become a patron at the at the level of one dollar a month, you will get um if you become a patron at the level of one dollar a month, you will you will still get to see all the behind the footage, the behind the scenes footage that a patron who pays a hundred dollars a month will get. But the only issue is that the hundred dollar a month patron will also get a whole bunch of other stuff too. So um if you want to see that content, it's just that process in which you have to you know, become a patron and everything like that. But this particular, this particular challenge, which will be a, um, which will be a August challenge, which will be about 17 days long, will be a deprivation challenge. So if you want to know what I'm going to be depriving myself of for the next 17 days, you have to become a patron. So I hope I see you over there on Patreon. Um, I really want to like build build my Patreon account and do more and um, give people who are actually interested in what I'm doing and devoted to what I'm doing more. That's not going to stop me from posting here on YouTube. I'm still going to create my 101 business ideas, 101, 101 um, Afri um, African business ideas videos on here and any other you know just general like how to's tutorials um you know um information that i want to give to people just the general public this channel is not no nothing nothing branding this channel is not is going to change as far as being about africans and and um and, and empowering um africans to read write and do business in their own languages this channel is not changing in that way whatsoever but the only difference is that if you want to see behind the scenes things, if you want to hear personal stories from me, if you want to, um, if you want to uh, see my 30 day challenges, um, things of that nature, then you're going to have to become a patron. And then that's going to be a much more intimate environment. And, you know, I'm going to have, you know, I'll be able, <clears throat> I'll be able to communicate and interact more intimately with my um, patrons in a way that I have never I just don't open up very much but the great thing about patreon is that it allows us to do that because it gives us kind of the anonymity that kind of closed wall of you know the paywall that you have to kind of and it really shows me that you're really invested in me and you really have um, positive you're really you're really invested in me when you become a patron it shows me that you're really invested in me so I think it's worth it for me to open up to you guys who are invested in me a little bit more than I do to, um, you know, people who just watch my videos for free on YouTube. So I hope I see you there. Um, thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you like and you want to support the creation of more content like this, head on over to patreon.com and become a patron. As a patron, you'll get behind the scenes sneak peeks of projects that I'm currently working on personal updates, and videos you'll never see here on YouTube. Hope to see you there. Bye.